Hello and welcome back to Unedited, the podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lauren, and today's conversation is going to be just a very honest and intimate and open conversation about what I am currently moving through, alchemizing, and some of the things that I've been transiting in the last month or so. And the best way that I can describe it is that I've been in a very inward process of calibration and refinement and purification, really just cleansing my field, my energy, my space, unhooking, dismantling, collapsing out a lot of old paradigms and programs that don't need to be there anymore and really yeah just refining and recalibrating to my vision and my mission and just deepening my levels of embodiment as I move through some really big initiatory portals for me One of the really beautiful dynamics that I've been experiencing is this dance between contraction and expansion. As I notice my capacity to tolerate certain things is waning, and I'll get into some of those a little bit later, I see that my capacity to actually hold more of what is part of my mission, of what is actually me, increases exponentially. And I'm also finding that I've been outgrowing things at such a rapid pace. There is this undeniable alchemization and this really breakneck transitioning between levels of consciousness. Things are happening in quantum leaps. Timelines are collapsing and speeding up in ways that can be very dizzying, very difficult to integrate um, and assimilate. And it can be very dysregulating. And so... I just want to speak to the outgrowing before I get into anything else. Um, And I mean, this has been a theme for me my whole life where I find I just, I move through the assimilation process very quickly. And oftentimes people, ideas, things that once felt deeply resonant end up coming up to be examined with more depth and more attention to nuance only to realize that there is not resonance there anymore, that I have moved beyond and received what I need to receive from it. And it's been a lifetime of really learning to gracefully release things that are no longer meant for my field that I've maybe graduated from 
that I am no longer um, in resonance with and, and really unhooking or letting them go in a way that still honors the place that they held in my reality and the way that those people, those ideas, those things, those habits served me for a time and really allowed me to arrive at the level of consciousness that I am currently at that allowed me the opportunity to just expand, right, and experience new layers of myself and to integrate new wisdom. And um, so while I'm finding many things are no longer resonating and really overturning ideals and standards and expectations and behaviors, I'm noticing that a lot of these things as I move into a state of dissonance with them, go from a high sensation feeling first of this is great to this thing is repulsive. I can't, I can't entertain this anymore. And the more I allow myself to soften into the process of the unhooking and dismantling and allow myself to really call back my energy and my power that high sensation experience neutralizes which allows me greater ease in the unhooking process in the releasing process right and so initially there is that great contraction of pulling back calling it all in feeling that dissonance and then comes the exhale, the expiration, and then the expansion into the what's next. So this process, right, like I said, of dismantling, of dissolving, of collapsing out maybe different timelines or belief systems, programs that you're running, different things that are maybe looping for you, I know in my experience, it's really required a grace in how quickly I'm noticing myself change and being okay with my own process, with allowing myself the space to grieve the past selves, the identities that are dropping out, to allow myself the space to find my footing again as I begin to slingshot into the next timeline, the next reality. But it's also about having grace with how my relationship to whatever it is outside of me is changing and shifting as well. Allowing the people in my life to be on the path that they're on and to change at their own pace or not. Allowing the systems outside of me, all of the things that I have no control or power or authority over, really just letting them be. And practicing compassionate but firm energetic boundaries 
around how I choose to relate and engage with those things when dissonance shows up. I really do try to honor when I intuitively feel like I need to step away or shift the way that I engage with people or with certain consciousness streams. And that skill set, that capability has really come from being able to build a relationship with my body. And let me tell you, I did not always have a relationship or a good relationship, a communicative understanding relationship with my body. And it's taken me a lot of time and experience really understanding that my human vessel is such a profound ally, a source of wisdom, and and something that also requires my support as it supports me. And what was profoundly apparent to me over the last month as I navigated challenging circumstances and managed my way through transitions and really just difficult, high sensation alchemizations was that I really did need to prioritize supporting my human because my energetic body, my consciousness was shifting at such a rapid rate and things energetically were dropping out or my relationship to things, timelines, all of that subtle stuff was transitioning at such a rapid rate that my body was not keeping up with and I needed to very intentionally attune to the needs of my vessel and what it was communicating to me and really drop into the body and be in relationship with my body in such a way that I created an environment of safety and support for it to assimilate and integrate all of the changes that I was experiencing on other levels. And for me, over the last month and a half, that's meant a couple of things. One of them is a major simplification process that I've been moving through. And the other has been very deeply leaning into devotion and the medicine of discipline. And I'm going to get into that a little bit later, but these have both been they've been everything for me in the last month and a half so the first thing that was really required of me was to prioritize getting into my body regularly and being able to recognize when I was in a state of dysregulation when I was in a state of depletion or chaos in my physical body and 
really start to implement and have that discipline around implementing practices that support my nervous system as I transit um, just different levels, right? Different levels of consciousness as I integrate new frequencies, as my body catches up to what is being dropped out from and assimilated or anchored into my energetics and I've also really needed to lean on adrenal support doing things that really support my physical body in being able to hold and expand its capacity to hold more so I've really become devoted to building a practice of consistency with things like rest, really prioritizing the way that I sleep, the way that I approach just my day and weaving rest into it and allowing rest to be on the table Consistency with nourishment, again, really supporting my adrenals. And this is very personal for me, being able to um, eat consistently. This is something that I've always really struggled with, um, to nourish my body with foods that make me feel good, that create more life in my body than they do dis-ease and dysfunction really getting good at hydrating myself on that note I'm just going to take a quick sip of water again really being consistent with hydration giving my body the tools and resources it needs and then of course movement and my relationship with movement and I know I've spoken to this in the last episode where I really have struggled with differentiating and not seeing movement and exercise as mutually exclusive and this has been a really big one for me over the last month and a half is allowing movement to be this delicious, nourishing, beautiful, pleasurable, joyful experience and not from a place of needing results but from a place of truly loving my body and honoring my body's needs. And so the focus really hasn't been on performance like it has so much in the past. The focus hasn't been on results. The focus has been on being in my body and supporting my body. So movement for me sometimes can just be simply getting up out of my chair and walking around the house or going outside for a few minutes to shaking and allowing my nervous system to ground any energy that I might be holding on to. And other times it is getting in a little bit more intentional exercise, whether it's swimming in the mountains, paddleboarding, going climbing. Um, but the foundation of that movement has really been 
nourishment from an intuitive and loving place, compassionate place, um, in order to support myself through transition. There's also been a really big prioritization for me around joy and play and really consciously unhooking from paradigms of suffering and forcing they do not feel good for me it does not feel good for me to be in a state of force it does not feel good for me to have to suffer in order to be worthy of in order to receive and I really am consciously dismantling paradigms of scarcity and lack and pain programs, suffering programs that I've been running for lifetimes and lineages that tell me that in order to receive, in order to be provided for, it must be hard. It must be earned. And really switching that out intentionally with experiences that allow me to really embody and integrate and and fully like feel in my body that joy, ease, pleasure, play, curiosity, creativity can also be an avenue to provision and can also be how you carry yourself through initiatory portals. So another piece as well that I've really been exploring and that's really been happening for me is this fine-tuning within me around where my energy gets to be invested or divested. The kinds of consciousness that I choose to entertain and be a conduit for the ways that I am being in integrity and showing up for my highest potential, my highest path, my mission, my purpose here. And this couldn't be more timely. Over the last month, I had the great honor of offering and showing up for a live experience of my energetic sovereignty masterclass where I walked a handful of humans, fellow humans, through my energetic sovereignty process of really sensitizing to the field, taking an inventory of your energetic exchanges, and then working through boundaries and discipline and the process of aligning to sovereignty, right? Aligning to your fuller potential and making the decisions needed to actually take that embodied action to move yourself there and navigating the detoxification process and so I really have been internalizing and taking my own medicine and moving myself once again through this process 
If you're interested in exploring it, I will leave the link to the master course in the show notes for you. But all that to say is that I really have been deeply immersed in 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 that process, in doing that for myself as I move through really profound shifts within myself and just recalibration, like I said at the beginning, to who I choose to be and what I choose to show up for. And I mean, there's a whole other transmission that I have in the back of my mind and I fully do recognize that I will be moving my energy more into the space of speaking to leadership and impact, integrity, energetic stewardship, and self-responsibility. Um, but I really have been playing with those concepts as they relate to my energy and how I show up and getting a very real with myself as I recalibrate um, as to what I'm going to tolerate from myself from without what kind of consciousness I'm going to entertain and choose to be a part of how I'm going to steward my energy and really fine-tuning refining my values as they relate to my legacy and my mission and getting very crystal clear on where my boundaries need to come in and so I've been really holding emphasis on that simplification process and through simplification has been this beautiful invitation to invite my king, my inner king and divine masculine to the table and reparent myself through a lot of things and really hold myself to account and take self-responsibility and honor myself through discipline and honor myself through devotion to my path. And... This simplification has seen me cutting out and saying no to so many distractions. And some of them include things like overconsumption, following external directives, engaging in siphoning traps, right? Things that leak my energy, being leaky in general. So... Some of the things that I've been consciously setting boundaries with to be in greater integrity with my values and to create congruency, which is so important for me. It's one thing to walk through the world and say, do as I say, but it's a whole other experience to fully understand the values that you hold and integrate what needs to be integrated and take responsibility to actually embody and be who you say you are. And instead of saying, do as I say, you get to lead by example and anchor and hold a frequency 
and your energy communicates from a place of do as I do. Let me model it for you. Let me show you. So for me, the boundaries that are creating greater integrity and congruency for me, and just some of my values actually before I get into this, is really being able to be in integrity. Integrity is a big one for me. And impact, impact is another big one. I really do feel the gravity of my potential and the importance of choosing to step up and into leadership now more than ever and to be somebody that not just says but does like I said and somebody who anchors in love and compassion somebody who walks with grace and embodied wisdom somebody who is actively taking self-responsibility and is sovereign someone who is able to leave the world better than they found it so those are some of the things that I'm really working towards and so just to come back to it (laughs) once again um some of my boundaries include um Boundaries around the news and informational content that I consume, that I know dysregulates my nervous system, perpetuates division, reactionism, or is just fear porn in general, designed to hook our consciousness. So I've been very actively putting boundaries and parameters around what, when, and how I consume things. Saying no if I feel dysregulated and putting it away. Recognizing that I don't always have to have all of the information. My peace and my capacity to show up fully and be in integrity and actually be a frequency holder and not be completely pulled out of my capability to show up is much more important than knowing the latest headline. Another one is really pulling back my consciousness and energy from entertainment and media, especially that is excessively violent or sexual, addictive, creates feelings of unease in my body, be it from frequency, from sound, from imagery, from messaging. And like I said at the beginning, right, I've been really noticing that contraction and waning of my capacity to tolerate certain things. And these two elements, the news content and the entertainment media content, are really areas that I recognize myself getting pulled into dysregulation where my consciousness ends up getting hooked in and looping in these really dysfunctional corrupted programs and paradigms that 
do not feel good for me. They do not perpetuate or help to grow the reality that I wish to see. And they ultimately serve to siphon my energy, my attention, my consciousness, and distort what is pure within me. And so, of course, I'm a human, and this is something that is an active process. I'm not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but this is something that I'm actively unhooking from. I think it's really important to speak to as well, really pulling my energy away from other people, over-consuming other people, their ideas. Um, something that I've very consciously done, and this has happened over the course of years for me now. I mean, I haven't owned a TV subscription in a long time. I have access to Netflix, but um, it's something that I really try to pull away from. But really unhooking the investment that I used to have from celebrities, influencers, really investing my life force into the happenings of other people. All it does is creates an immediate disconnection from my own channel and my ability to self-source and trust my own wisdom. I notice for myself that it immediately sends me into comparison and competition I feel unworthy and these are all programs that I know are not organic to me I know do not serve my highest good that really just pull me out of my capacity to show up for my mission to show up in the fullness of who I am and the truth of who I am and so this is something also that I've really actively been putting even more intention to calling back my energy and calling back my power, unhooking from this weird cultural obsession that we seem to have with being voyeurs in other people's lives and constantly almost obsessing over what other people are doing. So with that has come a deeper investment in myself, in acquainting myself with my own channel, with my own body, with my own heart and soul, really coming back into resonance with self. Another one that I've been consciously disconnecting and divesting energy from is over-consuming or indulging or falling into addictive patterns. So for me, this has been with food. Um, I have a very profoundly overwhelming sometimes sweet tooth and proclivity to be overindulgent when I am in a space of avoidance. And so knowing that about myself um, has really called me to have a deeper discipline with how I'm interacting with food, a deeper awareness with what my relationship with nourishment is, why I'm consuming certain things, especially as I transit these really dysregulating um, circumstances, right? I, th I think especially as we move through initiatory portals where we are being 
stretched and expanded beyond the confines of our familiarity zone. I fully don't believe it's a comfort zone, but that's another story. Um, It's even more important to become aware of what kinds of patterns you're entertaining and programs you're running so that you can choose to take back your responsibility, your power, and move into sovereignty around that. So again, really, really monitoring the way that I am being indulgent with food, with thoughts and behaviors that make me physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually ill, bankrupt of my life force. And so as I divest from those things, right, I am very intentionally investing my time and my energy and my consciousness towards an allowance for rest, for sleep, for things that bring me back into my body. There's been an increase and an intention and a devotion to my highest expression and potential. Again, really by practicing discipline around how I invest my time. So it's not just about unhooking and divesting but it's about what then right it's about the intention around what you do with the new spaciousness so for me it's been about really being intentional about waking and sleeping earlier honoring my body and my circadian rhythm creating time to nourish myself and prioritizing eating foods that give life to my vessel that help to support my adrenals and regulate my nervous system that help me to feel strong and build my capacity to hold more and to navigate change. It's been shifting from a paradigm of exercise. This is coming from my athletics background where exercise meant punishment and and a doing to get mentality, right? You do it to find results. You do it for performance. You do it because you have to. You do it because you want to look a certain way. And shifting to a paradigm where I'm not exercising to get to receive some result, but I'm engaging in movement that feels good. And I'm softening and giving myself permission for curiosity, creativity, and joy. I'm also returning incrementally after a few circumstances that really challenge this to my devotion to my relationship with God and navigating my challenging circumstances with grace and trust, compassion, and faith really working to reestablish communication with source by creating moments of quietude and presence really noticing the moments where i'm tempted to reach for my phone and scroll and instead choosing to just sit with my breath for a few moments recognizing the moments where i want to talk to somebody or eat out of boredom and instead going to be outside to receive the sunlight and be on the earth 
of the earth, with the earth. Really allowing myself to be okay with silence, with stillness, with peace. And recognizing that as a respite and a place of solitude to support me in moving through what I'm moving through. And I do want to touch on simplification that I mentioned before, right? All of these little bits and pieces that I've mentioned are part of my simplification practice. But for me, simplifying is a return to life as a living prayer. It's coming back to an intimate and a trust-founded relationship with my creator, coming back into my body and in relationship with myself as well so that I can return to self-sourcing and moving from my inner wisdom And it's making the conscious decision to be in simplicity and prioritize that which purifies and calibrates me to what is organic to me, what is meant for my path and my potential. And a part of this has been, and I mean, I've never been fully invested in this paradigm, but there's been a lot more intention around not participating in the spiritual Olympics that seems to come and go in the communities and spaces that I find myself and unsubscribing from the idea of ascension via the bypassing of our humanity and just trying to constantly escape our human experiences to move to all these higher whatevers, frequencies, levels of consciousness, timelines, realities, identities, and recognizing that that can only happen and be realized through a process of initiation, integration, and embodiment, being in the body that allows you to learn to hold and anchor those higher elements and aspects into the physical. It's not about escapism. It's not about trying to ascend your way out of here. But it's about recognizing that we are here having a very human experience in a 3D physical reality and there are certain things that are simply a part of this experience for us and trying to constantly run away from that does such a disservice not just for you in your process but also for your capacity to actually have the impact that you could We don't need more people trying to run away. We need more people choosing to be anchor points of God consciousness. Choosing to be anchor points for an Edenic reality 
choosing to be anchor points that purify and heal the grid that you're in, the body that you're in, and recognizing that the ascension of the macrocosm happens as we physically embody and hold frequencies of ascension in our own microcosm and are able to be that, not think it, not know it, be it, and truly embody these principles, these values, these streams of consciousness that so many people seem to have a idolization relationship with, there would be no need for idolization if we recognized that that is inherent to us. Should we go within and really practice the simple day-by-day, moment-by-moment practices, thought patterns, behaviors, ideals that allow that to create reality for us. So this is what I've been moving through over the last month or so. Some of the concepts that I've been playing with, experimenting with, expanding into and through. And if this is where you are at as well, I see you, and I hope that this conversation has provided some solace and just a recognition that you are not alone on your path and that it is very much okay to embrace your human experience and allow yourself to be a human. And if you are seeking community, if you are seeking avenues for support and connection, places where you can share who you are, where you're at on your path, I want to extend an invitation to anyone that's listening to this transmission today to join me and the many others in the House of Kin community. Myself and my dear friend Victoria of Victoria Intuitive Wellness created this space with this profound and powerful vision of having a digital home where every person feels welcome to show up as they are. And I'm not going to promise that it's a safe space because this is also a space that I have full intention will enable expansive, honest, real conversations. We've created this platform away from the mainstream social media machine. So there is no censorship, no algorithms, no expectations to be posting at a certain cadence or showing up constantly. But it is a space where there is a constant evolving breadth and depth of topics, people from all walks of life, experiences, places on their journey, 
And for those of you who have an offering for the world, be it a product, a service, art, whatever it is, we've also very intentionally created a mercantile space for the purpose of not just being able to connect and communicate and be in community, but to also be able to circulate wisdom and wealth and abundance and create opportunity. And this is something that I really do see being a foundation and a cornerstone of the future way where we all get to truly be in in communion in a village and support and lean on one another. And so if this sounds like something that would nourish you, I would love to invite you into the space. I will leave a link to join the House of Kin in the show notes for you as well. And I would be so ecstatic to see you in there, to have you post. We will be gathering on August 15th on Sunday at 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time for our monthly digital gathering within the community. So if that's something that feels good for you, definitely join us, definitely get in the community. Otherwise, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for receiving this now moment stream of consciousness. I love you so much and I'm so grateful for you being here.